Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Train, Eat, Repeat. Andrea and I are here. Hello. So we hope you guys are having a great week. We will get into the episode in just a minute. We're going to be talking about planning and why it's such an important step to reduce stress. Mm -hmm. But we really want to talk about an awesome guest that we're going to be having on uh, for next week's podcast. Can't wait for you guys to hear about it. Yeah, uh, we are going to be interviewing uh, Laura Adler. She's an environmental toxins expert, and she's a holistic wellness coach as well. But she has so much in-depth knowledge on environmental toxins being chemicals, plastics, um, everything, metals, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to dive deep on that next week. I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. And, and really important, guys, because I think, you know, we take care of nutrition, we take care of exercise. We don't necessarily think how our environment is affecting sure. our ability to get pregnant, lose weight, um, and a host of other... Prevent diseases. Prevent c- diseases like cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are going to learn a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I would say is take everything with a grain of yes. salt. Yes, um, We listened to one of her uh, presentations and was like, we need to throw out everything yeah, in our house. It's, it's a little overwhelming. And she, she tries not to be overwhelming. She She just tries to educate and empower you. So make sure to tune in next week. Andrea is actually going to be the interviewee on that podcast or the interviewer. I'm sorry. Laura Adler will be the interviewee. Correct. Um, But she will be running and gunning and and running the show. So can't wait to hear it. So this week, the reason why we're talking about planning is because what we've realized in some of our discussions with our clients and even in so in our in our own lives which mm-hmm. we'll share a little bit with you guys whenever you have an inability or a lack of planning around your goals around your life around your workouts and nutrition it adds more stress to your life and yes there there might be other underlying causes but every single time we have these conversations with ourselves or with our clients it all comes down to a lack of planning mm-hmm. that led to the extra stress mm-hmm. this past week we've talked to a couple of different of our our clients and it's uh, all centered around a lack of planning um, they've gotten on our connect calls with us and they are feeling overwhelmed rushed stressed and when we are able to really talk down as to what had occurred, it all centered around a lack of planning, and they they were forced to be more reactive with their day instead of proactive. And when you're when you're stuck for like one of the examples is something to eat for dinner. When you're stuck in that, you kind of feel you're like in slow motion. You can't move forward and you can't move backwards. You're just kind of stuck. Well, and because there was a lack of planning in just that case in general, and we'll dive into nutrition throughout this podcast and how you can plan better around your nutrition. But think about it. You go through a full day of stressors, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're never going to get rid of stress. The goal is just to have smaller piles of it. Mm-hmm. Um, harking back to Mark Manson and the solar of not giving a fuck. Great book if you guys haven't read it. But the big thing is, is like what you have to realize is that everything compounds over the course of your day. In your brain, which we've talked about, your emotional side and your logical side, every time you have to make a decision, your logical brain is getting taxed, Mm -hmm. right? And so the more that it has to take on, then when you don't have anything planned for dinner that night Mm -hmm. or for you to do your workout, guess what you're going to choose? You're going to choose the emotional feeling of uh, rest, um, relaxation, um, 
basically you're not going to want to do anything that is going to add stress and having to think what you're going to eat. And so what you end up doing is making poor choices in terms of not doing any movement. doesn't necessarily have to be a full workout. Sure. Or you end up choosing something out of the fridge that really doesn't support your goals and is, it won't satisfy you. Sure. And if you're trying to change habits, when you don't plan for these different moments, you go back into your old way of living. You grab the the bad food, you sit on the couch, you talk negatively to yourself, you do all these things because that's what you did before. And that's the easy part, sure, right? Yeah. To go back to what you were doing before. But what we know is, is that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and expecting a different results. Mm-hmm. So it, it's partially being aware of the fact that more than likely the reason why you always feel like you're under the gun, you're always running, there's, there's constant stress mm-hmm. is because there's been somewhat of a breakdown in the planning process. Now, what are some things or potential roadblocks that could lead to you not being able to create an effective plan? One of the the examples that was brought up this week is that, you know, returning back from vacation, not Mm. doing my normal schedule, um, uh, something, you know, happens in your day where you have to run to a meeting unexpectedly or doctor appointment or, you know, something like that. So I would say the unexpected moments that that you don't plan for, those are, that's a roadblock. Which you really, and in some cases you can't plan for those unexpected moments, no, right? You can't, uh-huh. You do the best you can. So that, that also comes down to a, a factor of time, mm-hmm. having the time or prioritizing that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. towards planning. And we're not talking about taking up a ton of time right. here. Um, there are very effective methods to ensure that you have the right food, you have a workout plan, which we take care of for our clients, but then you have to be able to fit it into your schedule, sure. right? It has to become that priority. What are some possible detriments of of not making a plan? We've talked about a few of them already in terms of making poor poor food choices. But from an overall sense, if people don't make a plan or start to make plans after this podcast, what ends happening? I think a failure to start, a failure Mm. to to. Uh, hit your goal or a failure to move forward, whether it's nutrition, workout, or mindfulness, if you don't plan for it, you don't know which direction to go to. Yeah. How many times have we heard people say, well, maybe next year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, or next call month. Call me next month. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. And I think part of that, too, is is not just making the plan, but making it known to other people. I know that, that that's like a tactic to make sure your plan sure. carries through. And writing it down. Writing it down. And we've talked about how goals that are written down are 76% more likely to, to be completed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I also saw that only 8% of people after the first quarter of the year, which we just passed uh, when we got into April, are still on track to reach their uh, New Year's resolution Only goal. Only 8%. 8% right? Let that sink in. 8% out of all the New Year's resolutions people. Which is crazy. Yeah. And then I think what it also does too, so even if it's not something that you're planning for, so let's say you're trying to make an effective plan around working out and nutrition, uh-huh. it adds stress to other parts of your lives mm-hmm. and potentially to the people that are around you too. How many times emotionally have you blown up at a spouse, a family member, a friend, um, or you distance yourself from activities like that because... Because you're just taking on so much. Sure. And again, going back to that sort of running and gunning, your mm-hmm. day's running mm-hmm. you yeah. versus allowing or making sure that you run your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in terms of how, how to make an effective plan, where should people really start? 
Um, it depends on, you know, where they where they want to begin, but taking um, looking at their schedule, you know, maybe sitting down, planning out their week, whether it's nutrition, fitness or mindfulness, you know, which which tactic they want or which topic they want to tackle first, so to speak. And so how do you plan? Because I know you have a, a, a journal, yeah. a written uh, calendar journal, I should yeah, say, that you keep with you. I like to write you. things down. I'm, I'm ancient. I don't like to put them in my, <laughs> my phone calendar. I have to see them on paper. It's it's something that I know will work for me. If I, I won't put it in my phone calendar, so it's just a mental block for me. So my whole thing is I have a, I have a, a planner, so to speak, that I carry with me. Um, um, and it's got all my appointments, all my clients, all my you know meetings, all that, all those things scheduled in there. But um, I take time on Sunday to plan my week out ahead of time, so I know when I'm seeing clients, when I'm connecting with clients, when I've got my virtual clients, my face to face clients, all those kind of things, kids' doctors' appointments, my doctor appointments, whatever it might be. I plan out my week so that way I know what I'm doing on each specific day. If I, if someone needs to reschedule or if we need to, you know, move something on the fly, I know where it can sit in. If I don't do this, I know that I'll lay there on Sunday night in bed and I'll sit there and go, okay, I can't forget that I've got this and I can't forget that I've got that. And not having that plan in place causes anxiety and I don't sleep good on Sunday night because starting Mondays are always a little stressful. It's the beginning of a, you know, a, a new week. And so if I know that I have my planning done for my week ahead of time, I know I didn't forget anything and it's I don't have to think about it. Which is now affecting your sleep, which we uh-huh. know is an important marker of health. Mm-hmm. It's increasing cortisol or mm-hmm. your stress hormones, mm-hmm. right? Um and I think, too, writing those things down and, and knowing what your schedule looks like allows you to plan other pieces uh-huh. of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I know I have X and X appointment at this time, this time, this time. I know that I'm going to be able to plan to do X, Y, and Z sure. at these slot times that I have open, yep. right? And, it, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, if you're running, uh, let's say, a dentist office, mm-hmm. right, you would need to know what is the most effective schedule that I can get the most amount of patients in in one day sure, yeah. and if you don't plan that out well then yeah you, maybe you saw wheels. maybe you saw eight clients when you actually had the potential to see 16 right and now i'm losing out on potential income right, right for right. my business right. so looking at it your almost your life and how you plan things out as like an effective business that you would run yeah and i can look at my schedule and say okay i know i need to get food for the boys because you know i don't want them to starve of course <laughs> Heaven forbid. And, yeah you yeah. know when when can i go to my costco run when can i do this and and when are the practices and when does parker have to work you know all these different things that i have to work on through to make sure i get everything covered it's just all in one place so i know like okay i can't do this on monday i'm going to do that on tuesday so i'll put that effort during tuesday or i want to make sure that i prepare this food for the week so i know that i have this to eat for lunches okay i can do that on sunday at this time and you know it kind of gives me an idea of where i can put different things in so the first step is finding the mechanism yep. in which to write down and or be cognizant of what your schedule yeah, looks like. what works for you because what works for me might not work for you you might mm-hmm. have to put it in your calendar you know on your phone i put it on paper but doing this extra step it maybe takes me 30 minutes at the most because i know what my schedule looks like but having that done and putting that 30 minutes to the side, I know it frees up 
the rest of my day and it frees up my my stress level so I know that it's it's down there and when you know okay so and so wants to connect with us on this day can you do that and I'm oh yeah I can do that and it doesn't cause me anxiety and be like oh I don't know what my schedule is because I didn't plan it out yet even if that means it's happen has to happen on a day that you otherwise would dedicate to sure. yourself yeah which I believe in, in in is huge you know we've always talked about how we try not to touch work on Sundays sure. right yeah. unless there's an, an emergency and and that time away from work however planning can sometimes seem like work yeah but the thing and the thing is if you don't do that planning you're already running and gunning or running behind come monday if we sure. don't do that it's, so it's part of my sunday ritual that i you right. know sundays are are for rest and you know go to church and i have a specific things that i do on sunday and i i just relax and i turn my mind off but i know you know before dinner time i'm going to sit down and plan for just 20 minutes just to get my schedule done so i know what my week looks like and i don't consider it to be work I consider it to be part of my normal routine. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But if, I, if I'm busy on Sunday, then I know, okay, well, I better do it on Saturday so I don't have to worry about it. And again, you only would know that unless yeah, you would know I, that I, unless you planned yeah, out, right? For sure. So now that we, in a general sense, know how to build an effective plan, and again, you're going to have to find the system that works best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, I am a little bit more digitally inclined <laughs> um, in terms of keeping my appointments on my phone because um, I can set alerts and alarms. However, it is something that I constantly have to check because um, there have been times that uh, that planning piece has not worked so well. Mm-hmm. But the other piece too is I always try and tell people what I plan to do that day or you and I will have oh, yeah. we'll a conversation down. during mm-hmm. our quiet time yep. while we're having coffee and talk about what are our objectives for the day. Right. What do we want to tackle today? What do we have to do? And then at night we say, okay, how did the day go? Yep. And yep. I, that's so important because you're you're starting the day with a plan and then you're evaluating at the end. So that way you understand if pivots need to be made or if maybe your your goals were a little too advantageous. You know, you were, you were thinking too highly that you sure. were going to get more things done. Yeah. But then also, OK, we didn't get this done. This needs to move to this day. Right, right. And I'm one of those people that hates leaving things unfinished. Yeah. Um, like just did a project in the backyard that took probably the last four or five days yeah. total yeah. to to finish. But now that it's done, I've gotten that sort of satisfaction, if you will, from it. Sure. And I want to circle back to, so we talk about, okay, during our quiet time, okay, what do we have scheduled today? It's very important for us to know because we go in opposite directions very many times. And so when we know, okay, I know he's doing this and I'm doing this and then circling back that night and either, either it's on your phone or on your planner, whatever you're writing your plan down, circle back. It's like your to-do list, your ongoing to-do list. Check Mm -hmm. the things that you completed as a sense of accomplishment. But when we check off, okay, I did this and you did this and okay, we had a really productive day. That Mm -hmm. feels great. We can really relax tonight. Yeah. You, you get to relax. You have a sense of gratitude and an accomplishment, which is so huge. So many people look at the end game or the end goal. And and if they don't, if they're not there at during the specific set of time that they expect to be, or it's taking longer, or they don't feel like they're accomplished, well, no, you you laid the bricks, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's all working towards one common goal. And mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I do it all the time. I'm like, I wish things would move faster. I wish things would come along sure. quicker. Yeah. Um. But if you're planning and you're evaluating how you're doing against that plan, you can either make those pivots or know that you are on the right track towards 
success. And we're not talking that you have to plan your whole life out. We're just trying to help you devise some type of plan to help you with the things that you can control. Yeah, because there are times where it's good for you not to plan. Yeah. Like you're on vacation, yeah, right? Let Which it go. takes planning. But then when you're there, let it go. it's like, what do you want to do today? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Let's lay by the pool and yeah. let's see what happens. You know, let's get kind of crazy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we want you to, I mean, you don't have to sit necessarily and plan out your whole week. You know, if that doesn't work for you, we're just trying to help you figure out those moments that will be better planned. And the three topics that we specifically want to cover are working out nutrition and mindfulness and, and having those plans, because those are things that you can control. You can control those three things in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it comes down to nutrition, um, the the better you plan out, and we'll get into the specifics here, the the more successful you're going to be, yeah. the less stress you're going to have, the more you will enjoy the the sort of ritual of dinner mm-hmm. um, with the family, mm-hmm. and um, I think overall, like again, it will support your goals. And like like if you're looking to make changes inside of your uh, health space Mm -hmm. or health and wellness, Mm -hmm. you need to step outside of your comfort zone. And there's going to be certain sacrifices. I hate using that word, but it's true. Sure. That need to be made in order for you to start seeing results. Sure. And the worst is, I mean, Tyler and I are very similar. We're very much people pleasers. So what do you Mm want to eat for dinner tonight? Well, I don't know. What do you want to eat for dinner tonight? And it's like we both We're like a broken record. We just go round and round. It's like, I don't know. And like I want her to have to tell me what she wants. Because, and I did last night. I did it. Yeah, she did. Decision. She's like, you know what? This sounds good. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> but that's this is where the planning will help. And we've gotten into uh, a, a loose plan, so to speak, mm-hmm. that works with our lives. We set up our environment so we know the foods that we have in our fridge and in our cupboards that we could throw something together in 20 to 30 minutes. We don't have, we, we're we very much creatures of habit and we eat very similar things, but every week we try to put in a new recipe, but we don't necessarily meal prep. We, we do more of an ingredient prep, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it all starts with, with the sort of building the environment. Sure. So making sure that we have all the foods that we need and we always go grocery shopping mm-hmm. on Saturday, Sunday or Monday. And actually I joke sometimes how many times we're in a Kroger mm-hmm. um, or a Costco because uh, it seems like we go multiple times, but it's just for certain meals that we need throughout the day. Now, mm-hmm. if you don't have that ability, right, that like you're, you basically come home from work, take care of the kids, get them to sleep, all those things. That means it's even more important for you to plan a time where you can go to the grocery store. Or you don't even have to go to the grocery store. No, you, you don't can, anymore. You can do a, a click list. You can do the, um, uh, what's the, ship it, um, all these different things where you can actually just sit down and do all of your your meal prep through mm-hmm. your grocery list on your phone. And it works super easy and you can save that time. And that's part of that planning process. And so the next part is once you have that food is setting a menu. Mm-hmm. And and my my sister actually goes as far as, because she was having the same problems mm-hmm. with her husband of what are we going to make tonight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She literally writes down every single meal they're going to mm-hmm. eat for, for dinner, yeah. for dinner, for the week. So like it said, like beef, beef stroganoff, 
Taco Tuesday, yep. you know, Which chicken, awesome. grilled chicken breast. Yes. Think of how much less stress yes. there is. And yes. she even told me it's less stressful yes. because they've planned those things out. Yeah. But make sure that when you're setting that menu that you have some staples that you frequently use that, that support your goals, right? Because we're creatures of habit. Sure. And it's also less stress to make something you know how to make. Right. And then, and then you said, you know, pick one recipe yeah. every week. Pick that, a new recipe every week and, and maybe it'll get into the routine. Right. And then you can add it yep. into your regular schedule. And I think too, the other thing is, um, besides making the menu, making sure that it's something that you are going to enjoy or you get excited about. Sure. And, and, um, ingredient prep, um, might seem cumbersome. Cooking can be very therapeutic for people and, you know, maybe putting on, um, a good, uh, music channel or a good podcast or listening to a book, getting your significant others involved, getting the whole family involved and making it like a, a, you know, a little uh, couple hours if that's, you know, as much time as you need, but making it fun and interesting and, and knowing that those couple hours of work that you did are going to save you so much time during the week. And using tools that mm-hmm. help really cook the food in bulk and mm-hmm. quickly. So crock pots, Instapots, grills, ovens, those are really effective ways to mm-hmm. make copious amounts of food, either really quickly, mm-hmm. except for then the terms of the crock pot, but then you can just set it and forget mm-hmm. it. But those are things that make things really easy when it comes to planning yeah, out. Turn it on, you forget all about it for the rest of the day. Your meals. Yeah. You could even, we talked about uh, inside our minimally processed eating challenge, uh, I buy a rotisserie chicken Yeah. every time I go to Costco. Um, because huge. And they're huge. <laughs> and it's $5. Yeah. So I can pick apart the meat. Now, when I'm either stressed or on the run, uh, just this past Friday, basically, I didn't get done with work till around 730 at night. And I was like, I do not want to cook anything. Well, I had chicken in there and yeah. I had some quinoa and some kale. Right. So he Boom. takes this, the rotisserie chicken, and he'll pull apart and fill out, uh, fill up uh, Ziploc bags for it and put that in a freezer. So he's got a one serving of chicken in his freezer. So all he really needs to do is, it's already cooked, just pull it out and put it part of whatever ingredients that he might be making. Mm-hmm. So around nutrition, do you need to make a menu like my sister does? No. Um, But I think at the bare bones, you need to do what we do in terms of... Make sure you have your proteins for the week. Like, you know, know, you're going to have five meals or five dinners unless you're going to go out one night. So making sure you have enough protein for those those meals. And maybe a little... I'd always... We always make extra so we can have leftovers for the next day. I love leftovers. (laughs) Leftovers is one of the easiest ways to not only have dinner, but then have lunch for the next day. Sure. You can repurpose it. Like mm-hmm. We have a sweet potato chili that we made two nights ago. Yeah. And now we're going to have that for lunch this afternoon. So yep. it's not interrupting our work day. We don't have to make something. We don't need to feel compelled or, or um, you know, feel like we need to go out and grab sure. something. Yeah. And so we know it's going to be something that's readily uh, available, yeah, we have to easy to heat up, up yeah. and we're good to go. And that's the one thing is incorporating some type of chili super stew kind of thing Mm -hmm. into your ingredient prep because that goes such a long way. The whole family can eat off of it either for a dinner or you can take it for lunches to work. It's just, it's super, super easy. And you can pack in your protein, your vegetables, your your fiber, your fats, Mm -hmm. all fit into one meal. Mm -hmm. A little bit harder to control your portion sizes, but in most cases, depending on how you make your soups or stews, the calorie consumption is 
much lower. And again, we don't really care about the calories. It's more about yeah. the quality. So sure. definitely some ways that you guys can sort of think about how you go about your planning when mm-hmm. it comes to your nutrition mm-hmm. um, and, and how it can take less stress off of your mm-hmm. uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were talking with one client, like, a, you know, that sort of look in the fridge mm-hmm. and just stand there mm-hmm. and, and be like, I don't know what to make. And then you end up eating, you know, hot dogs and cucumbers mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. We even have a, a friend that um, had sent us a picture of her meal prep for the week. And she's like, I feel so much better now that yeah. it's done because she doesn't have to think about it. It's, right. it's It really does take a lot of stress and time off of your plate. And think about it. If you don't allow yourself to succumb to your emotions because you planned out, there's less of a chance of you going and grabbing something sure. else. And because you've set up the environment to uh, benefit you, you don't even have the opportunity to do right. it. Right. 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 So what about working out? Why is planning your workouts and, and you know, making sure that they fit your goals and, and just the time in general important? Sure. So a lot of times when we get busy with life or we're on vacations or we're coming back or we're going back to the office or the kids or whatever, whatever life throws at you, we want to fall back into our old schedules and just not do it because it, it does take work and effort. But setting aside that time, like, okay, my workout time, let's say it's going to be at six in the morning to seven a.m. And that's the time that I'm going to move my body. Now, what you're doing within that time might be a little bit different, but make it so those are, that's your set time. So your family knows that's your set time. And if it, if something does happen and you can't do it at that time, make sure that you know you can do it later on that day or somehow you're going to make up for that workout. I, I personally know that when I work out, I feel less stressed. I feel mm-hmm. less anxious just some type of movement in my body it makes me feel better that i've i've fed my soul something good for itself and you can uh add in that accountability obviously with hiring a coach like Mm -hmm. andrea and i right that holds you accountable to a plan right super fun (laughs) you could join a class with a group of friends who are going to hold you accountable with them so i know when we used to teach classes inside corporate gyms it was one of those things where the community became so tight knit that if one person didn't show up, they would they didn't hear up. from me. Yeah, they heard from they heard from everybody else in the yeah. group in their group chat. Like, hey, where were you today? Yeah. Right, have a walking buddy. Absolutely, you know. and so ways that you can make sure that you stay within your plan for your workouts, and I think too, making sure just like with your food that it's something you enjoy, making mm-hmm. it fun. Sure, like if you if you feel really run down or for whatever reason, like you're just not feeling into it, the goal is for you to move. Yeah, that's right? your time to move. So it's not time to skip it, mm-hmm. but maybe it might not be you know throwing the weights around that day. Maybe it's not a heavy strength training day. Maybe it's I'm going to go for a hike. Mm-hmm. I'm going to breathe in this nice fresh air and be in the sunshine and hear the sounds of nature and get a new perspective. Absolutely. And I think, too, is long, it, you have to make sure that you have variety mm-hmm. in the activities that you do. And that is either something that you're creating mm-hmm. or something that your coach is creating mm-hmm. for you. But if it isn't something you enjoy and you're just being drug along with with that person, the plan is going to fall apart really sure. quickly. Because you can talk someone out of something. <laughs> right. Well, you can talk yourself out of doing something. That's for sure. Uh-huh. But making those plans is so important because it, the more that you stick to it, the more it becomes a habit. And we've talked a lot about habit forming. Um, you know, if you haven't read James Clear Clear's book, Atomic 
Atomic Habits. Oh, fantastic book, book yes. about how habits are built and how you can create new habits inside of your life um, around anything, not mm-hmm. just fitness in general. But it's true. The more that you consistently do something, you almost feel like something's missing. It's like you they lopped off your yeah. left arm. Yeah, for so sure. Today is a really good example yeah. as we're recording this podcast. Had early clients this morning. Then you had clients. Yep. Again, we were going in different directions. Yep. And we, it's at the time that we're recording this, it's two o'clock. And we're both kind of anxious because we haven't worked out And we out haven't yet. worked out yet. And you could tell we're both like kind of bouncing around. But it's something that we know to, Wednesday is our strength training yeah. day. Yeah. We strength train on Wednesday. So it's a matter of like, yeah, I'm a little bit tired because I usually work out first thing in the morning. Sure. I've got the afternoon lull. But what I also know too is that I will feel better once it's done. Yeah. And accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Accountability yeah. buddy here. Yeah. If I didn't feel like doing it, she's going to push me oh, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a little more crazy than I am around the workouts. But but those plans. I'm not a nice person if I get to work out. <laughs> but when it comes to pl- any plan, but especially around working out, think realistic. Yeah. Think small at first. And think and make sure it's for you. It's not yes. someone else's goal that you're working for. Hundred percent. It has to be for you. Any yeah. plan that you make yeah. should be for you, and that doesn't mean that you need to be selfish all the time. Um, what it means is is that you need to be your own advocate, yes. and you've talked about that many yes. times. Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. And the last piece it really is the mindfulness, and I think it plays uh, mindfulness really to me is is the top one. That's how you make the plan because yeah. you have to be mindful that. Taking time for yourself to organize and figure things out is just as important as planning for your nutrition or your workouts. For sure. And it that one cannot fall to the side. That one, like you said, it should be the one at the top of the mm-hmm. list. That one should come first because finding time for you to put aside time to read a favorite chapter, meditate, journal, whatever it might be, it's so necessary. And that might be finding time to plan. Yeah. You know, that that could be your quiet time. That's your 30 minutes on that Sunday. To sit down and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the week. This is what we got going. This is where I'm going to be going. And if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. You're running in three different, you know, directions. And having a plan in place is going to just take that that added stress off of your plate. When you can, and you've said this before, when you can automate those habits, Mm. it's life-changing. The purpose of automation of, of planning is to automate as much as possible. The more you automate, the less your logical brain has to take on. And that means you can actually take on more goals, right? You mm-hmm. can shoot for new ventures mm-hmm. once you automate things inside of your life. And then it just becomes a part of your lifestyle. And that's how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> but yeah, the, the planning piece is huge. And I know that, including myself, a lot of us look at planning as like, oh, I got to plan everything out and it's going to be boring. It may be boring to plan everything out, but look and see what it does to your life in terms of reducing the amount of stress that you deal with on a day in, day out basis. Um, because that you're I love this quote and I hate it because it's so cliche, but if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, we've all been, we've all, I've said this before, I said this upstairs, we've all been in the no planning situation. Mm -hmm. We've all feel like we're spinning our wheels and we're not getting anywhere. So try something different and plan. Mm -hmm. See if it works. And I think the big thing too is don't. Get down on yourself if your plan doesn't work exactly the way sure. you had envisioned it, yeah, right? but at least you have something set in place. Right. And it's it's okay to be flexible within your plan, but plan to be flexible. Yeah. 
And the biggest thing, when you talk about journaling, the end of your day, and we talked a little bit yes. about, we talk about, yes. you know, what did we accomplish? What did we get done? Write down what you got done that day, because that will give you that sense of accomplishment that is leading to that bigger end goal. Yeah, we've all felt like, oh my God, I didn't get anything done on my to-do list today. And it's like, that's not really but true. But you did. Yeah. Sit down and write, like at the end of the night before you, you know, you might be reading, you know, before you go to bed, just like... Get a little piece of paper out, a pad of paper, a pencil, and be like, this is what I accomplished today. I got my workout in. Mm -hmm. I made good food choices. I did my quiet time. I made my bed. Yeah. Like, it could be that simple. Yeah. Like, I did my hair and my makeup. <laughs> or, or, yeah. Or maybe you, you binged a show on Netflix and you felt super relaxed. You put away work. The kids were being taken care of. Like, it was your zen it took moment. time for me. If yeah. that means you, you go to bed feeling better than when you woke sure. up or you feel better that next day after doing that, yeah. then guess what? That was something that your body needed. Yeah. And we do those infrequently, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 We can't all be couch potatoes all no. the time. <laughs> Especially as health coaches can't <laughs> advocate that. No, no. Awesome, guys. So I hope this helped in terms of, you know, why it's important to make a plan. What are some detriments that can lead to you not being able to stay mm -hmm. with your plan? And, and more so, more specifically, around your nutrition, your workouts, and your mindfulness, how can you create an effective plan that works for you? And if you guys need help with your plans, reach out. We're here right? That's that's why we do what we do. And by no means are the plans that we make for ourselves perfect, but we've done enough plans for ourselves and our clients to know potentially what will work versus what not will not work, right? Sure. And it, any, like any fitness program, any wellness program, it is a matter of trial and error. Sure. Some things will work, some things will not, but we're otherwise there to help support you all the and way we through And we more it. than likely can help you figure out what's going to work. Yeah, because we've, we've done a million different we've, reiterations ourselves. We've seen it all. Exactly. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great week. Make sure you tune in next week for a fantastic interview. Yes, the interview with Laura Adler, the ex, uh, environmental toxins expert. Yeah, so tune in next week and you guys enjoy your time and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.